The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. April 25th. 2020 live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. He had his first ever interview on the Cigar Authority when he was just a kid. Now he's a married man and leads the sales for Perdomo Cigars. He is Nicholas Perdomo, son of Nick Perdomo, fourth generation cigar guy. Welcome everybody to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 11th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All the way from Miami, Florida, Nicholas Perdomo. How are you? Mr. Dave. How are you? I'm very good. It looks so beautiful where you are. Not so beautiful up here in New England, but boy, what a picturesque. That isn't one of those fake backgrounds either. That's your backyard. Yep, that's the backyard you've been here. I a have. While. Beautiful, beautiful. Isn't that nice? So how is everybody? The family's good. Everybody's healthy, happy. Everything's nice. Everyone's doing just great. Thank God everybody's been safe. Uh, we're all healthy and uh, you know we're very blessed. Yeah, you, your grandmother is fine. My grandmother's fine. She's okay. doing just fine. You know, she's been she's stir crazy at home, but yeah, you know, soon this, this shall end. That's a good sign too. But we have to worry about uh, the elderly first and foremost, uh, the health of everybody, and uh, hopefully we get back to business uh, real soon because it's driving me crazy. Uh, I don't know about you guys sit, sitting around; it's making me nuts. We've been fortunate, you know. Uh, we really haven't skipped the beat. Um, you know, we. Uh, you know, we're getting our regular shipments. We're get, we've gotten in two shipments this month. We're getting one uh, actually next next uh, Monday. We're going to get another shipment in. Um, you know, even our our salesmen. Thank God, we're super blessed. Uh, you know, trade is up. Wow, you know, trade is up. If we close today, um, you know, and we didn't finish out the next four days of the month, pretty much eighty percent of my team is up, and the guys who aren't. They're going to be up by the end of the month, so it's it's we're very blessed. That know? that is unbelievable. Really, that that's is. happening because I've talked to everybody. Um, every manufacturer is calling up. I talk to a lot of retailers too. We're we're hurting. Let me tell you, as retailers, brick and mortar retailers, we are hurting out there. But um, one thing you have to do is replenish the stuff that is selling. Best sellers, uh, Perdomo yeah. is a best seller, so we have to rebuy. Right. And you're seeing orders Thank from you. us as bad as things are we have to continue to buy Perdomo so that says a lot uh what's going on with Perdomo cigars and we're going to get into that today and uh see why and I think you're a a major reason why and we'll get into that but first uh I want to light up Barry what are we going to smoke today well today's first cigar is the Perdomo 20th anniversary and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Perdomo cigars the size that we're lighting up is a 5 by 56 Robusto 
and Dave and Ed are going to be smoking the Connecticut wrapper, while Mr. J has the Sun Grown, and I have the Maduro, and the cigar is finished off with a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Single cigar will set you back nine nineteen, while a box of twenty four is one eighty two ninety nine, or seven sixty two per single. It's a savings over thirty seven dollars, or seventeen percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And if you are close to a brick-and-mortar retailer, I'm going to say it once again. Please support your local brick-and-mortar retailer more than ever right now. They need you. I'm certain of it. Believe me. Uh, I'm feeling their pain because I'm part of it. Um, With the Perdomo Champagne, they are smoking the Sun Grown in the Maduro next to me. 20th anniversary. Yeah, the 20th anniversary. I am smoking the Connecticut. Mine is round. And theirs is box pressed. Is there a reason for this? Well, um, you know, it's hard to box press the Connecticut's. Uh, we've done it now. Uh, we've been able to master it, uh, you know, seven years, eight years after coming out with 20th anniversary. We originally wanted to box press the Connecticut, but, you know, those wrappers are so delicate. But now we have a new way to do it. And, you know, our Perdomo State Selection Vintage Limited Box Press Edition, the Connecticut's box pressed only on that cigar. But, yeah, we decided back in 20. 20- when we came out with the Connecticut version, originally with Sun Grown and Maduro, we, back in 2014 when we came out with Connecticut, we decided let's play it safe. We don't want to have any breakage, and uh, we'll keep it we'll keep it round. All right, okay, let's give it a cut and light. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Who else? Perdomo, the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars they stand for quality, tradition. And excellence. Excellence. And I'll tell you, it is true. And uh, there was a bad time that we had. Uh, us in the cigar industry that's been there for a while, we remember the cigar boom that happened, and then there was the cigar bust in, in 1997. That was a bad time for our industry. Then we had right. the S-chip, which ended up being a problem for our industry. And that's when Perdomo stepped up and actually did not raise the prices like everybody did. The weirdest thing ended up happening. First time in my career, a company actually lowered their price. And we still talk about it today. We had, um, in 2008, the economy crash. And something's going on right now, which is 2020. I don't know what they're going to call it, Corona virus time or whatever it ends up being but this is another historical time in our life as business people where something bad has really happened and who's going to step up who's going to do the wrong thing who's going to do nothing uh this is a conversations i have but for some reason i believe perdomo is going to step up because they do every every time time, every time so uh that would just be a guess let's light her up all right on the uh, pre-light i don't know what you guys have on yours but i've got salty Spicy raisins. You know what I have? I have the the remembering going to the factory. Yeah. That taste brings me right back into the factory, uh, into the where they have the barrel aging going on. Yep. And here is what I taste and remember as soon as I put it in my mouth. Giggity. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Attaché. Vertigo Attaché features... Uh, single action, which means you just push the button down and it lights. You got one flame fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank. You got easy adjustment at the bottom, all for the low price of nine ninety nine. This may not be your regular lighter. This is a very good 
backup lighter that you should carry in your pocket. It's small, and you'll always have fire. Vertigo Attaché. And I'll tell you, um, Nicholas's dad hooked me up with Vertigo uh, at a trade show one year. Uh, we were having, uh, it was a dinner thing, and he said, come sit with us. I want you to meet the people from Vertigo. And... Uh, the rest is history. I've been a major fan. Wow, you made it nine minutes through the interview with Nick Trey before you mentioned his dad. Can we just make this about Nick? All right, let's make it about Nicholas. Uh, April 18th, 2012, eight years ago last week, eight years ago, we had you on the Cigar Authority. When I say we had you on the Cigar Authority, I had him on the Cigar Authority. I don't think you were even there. I was there. You were there? I was there. You were very quiet in those days. Uh, because I actually listened to the interview, watched it. Um, Nicholas, you were 19 years old. A little nervous about coming on the show, but you did a great interview because I just listened to it this week of the, uh, but a lot has changed over 19 years. Yeah. It's been, uh, yeah, I mean, the cigar I'm smoking right now, the 20th Sun Grown Epicure, that's what I smoked with you on the show. That you did, and that's, really, and that's we what we released it. That's why I chose to do that, because that was the release of this cigar. So here we are eight years later. Congratulations. So Thank this you. is the 28th year for Perdomo, if math yes. comes out right, right? So yes, imagine that. Yes. Two more years is going to be the, 20, the uh, 30th. the 30th anniversary of it. Unreal. It, it, time has flown so much because I watched your family get into the cigar business. I was there a little before they were, and I watched them come in, and wow. I remember you as a little kid at the trade show, probably underage, when you were going at, at the first time. Um, and, and you went, you know, listen, it, it's the weirdest thing that you're not my son, but I am proud of you like you are my son, because I watched you grow up and turn into what you did, which I remember you getting out of high school and you going to college and you said, hey, uh, you call me Mr. Dave. Can you talk my parents out of me going to college because I don't want to go? And I tried. But you did go to college. You did well. And you graduated. And then you got married. And I was very honored to be part of that. And uh, now I watch you as the national sales director for Perdomo Cigars. And personally, I think it's not a, a position that you were given because your last name was Perdomo. I watched you earn it. And I'm, I am so proud of you, of what you did. It's unbelievable. Thank you, Mr. Dave. I appreciate it. That's uh, it's really nice of you to say. I, uh you know, I, I grew up, you know, in this industry. My dad started this company in August of 92, and I was born in October of 92. And uh, we were very small. And in my childhood memories, I would say 80 to 90 percent of them, you know, revolve around around this industry. You know, I remember going to dinner with you every time you came to Miami. I remember going with you and your mom. And you know, I remember, you know, just you know, I've known you since I've, my whole life, pretty much. Right. And, uh, you know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's, it's a blessing. You know, there's a lot of people out there who say, you know, I was born in this industry. I did this, I did that. You know, I have some proof, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I really was, I'm blessed. I was born into this business and, uh, I, I feel like the company is my brother in a way because we grew up together and, did, uh, you know, it's just a blessing. Did you know at an early age that you wanted in this industry or you want to be a fireman or be something else and you ended up going into it or as an early age, yeah. you said, this is what I want to do. 
I knew when I was I was a baby, pretty much when I was three, four years old, when I was in that back room, Flagler Street, you know, with, with the rolling room, I remember looking up and seeing my dad and my grandfather with a cigar in their mouth. And I said, man, these are, these are the coolest guys in the world. I want to be just like them. And so I always wanted to put a cigar in my mouth from a very young age because that's what my dad and my grandfather would do. And even my great grandfather, I remember him smoking cigars with my dad and you know, it's wow. just, it's, it's our culture. It's who we are. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in first grade, I remember being in class and kids said, I want to, you know, teachers ask, what do you want to be? And kids were saying, I want to be a baseball player. I want to be a football player. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. And then I'm, I'm a six year old kid. And I said, I want to be a cigar maker, you wow. know, and everybody thought I was nuts. And, uh, but you know, it's, it's all I've ever wanted to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. And those kids that wanted to be a baseball player are not a baseball player. You, you had, no way. You You're said the what dream, you kid. Yeah, you said, said what you wanted to do, and you ended up doing it. And I can attest to you swept the floors. You did, you did not become the director of sales. You worked your way up, as hard to believe as it is because you're a young man, but you became the director of sales. My question to you is, you are directing people that have been in the cigar industry a lot longer than you have, and you're directing people that are a lot older than you are. Do you get the respect of it? Uh, how do you feel about that, of a younger person actually telling somebody that's been around longer than you? Are they giving you the respect that you deserve, or is, is it a tough thing to get? Yeah, I, I am. Uh, you know, cer at certain times, you know, when I started, you know, some of the retailers, the older retailers who were, you know, double my age, uh, you know, at first, you know, would, would you know, might tell my, myself, hey, you know, what's up with this young kid being your boss or things like this. But, you know, I, I lived through this industry my whole life. I'm 28 years old. And, you know, I mean, when it comes to tobacco, uh, you know, I've been learning about tobacco since I was eight, nine, 10 years old, alongside my dad and my grandfather. And, uh, you know, I have some experience in this industry. You know, I have, I feel like I have some, some very valuable experience in this industry. And also, I, I mean, I was, my dad brought me on the road. You know it, Mr. Dave. I was, you know, I've been going to stores since I was a kid and I've been doing events and I've been dealing with retailers and, you know, I've known them, a lot of guys just as long as I've known you. And, uh, so overall I've had some, some respect and, you know, and, and I, I, I think I hold my own, you know, I just, you know, I work real hard. I get it from my dad and my mom. I have, I think my work ethic and, uh, just, you know, you know, listening, you know, the Arthur Kemper, who's really my mentor, you know, outside of my dad, my mom, you know, I, I feel that, you know, we're all a great team. And, you know, I, I, I feel that I definitely am respected. So your, your option was probably pretty much any part of the industry that you wanted to do. You could be handling the accounts payable with your mother. You could be handling the inside sales. You could be handling the outside sales. You could be in the factory. What made you choose the sales part of it? Well, the sales part is, you know, listen, of course, I read the most important thing is that we make a great cigar in terms of, you know, the cigar draws and burns. The blend's fantastic, you know, well-aged tobaccos, things like that. But at the end, you can't you can't sell great cigars if you don't if you don't sell properly. So you know, I know that selling is is key. That's that's outside of making great you know cigars with quality. Uh, that's the most that's the other most important thing. And to be honest with you, I'm I'm in sales right now, but I always tell my dad and I, I you know I'm the young kid on the block, and you know I just I want to do everything. You know, I, I, I love sales, but I want to be in Nicaragua more. I want to do it all. You know, I just, I love this business. It's got my name on it. It's so awesome. I want to do it all outside of, outside of accounting. I don't like accounting outside of that. 
There we go. Now, do I understand it correctly that the factory has never shut down? Factory never shut down. And I know because I've been there, you guys have the cleanest operation of any institution I've ever seen ever. So that Thank must you. have something to do with it. You, mu- you must not be experiencing the uh, effects of the virus like a lot of people are because of that cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, thank God. Yeah, I mean, in a way, it's almost like we prepped for this. Uh, you know, my dad and I were big germaphobes, and, you know, we, uh, you know, we consistently wash our hands. We consistently have our workforce wash, wash their hands. Uh, you know, the, the, the boards where, where we used to, to roll the cigars, those are consistently cleaned down. I mean, we're, we're very, we, we believe in hygiene, and, uh, you know, we're very clean. And probably for the workers that are there, the cleanest and safest place they could probably go is to work. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah, we keep it very clean. I mean, we're cleaning around the hour. I mean, we're cleaning nonstop, as you can imagine right now. And thank God, you know, we told guys, you know, our workforce, hey, you know, if you're not feeling well, just stay home, stay home. And, you know, if you got a fever, stay home. And, you know, we take their temperatures, things like that. And, uh, you know, Every, nobody's gotten sick. Nobody's gotten sick. And I'll tell you, in, in your factory, from your blender and from your factory manager that's there, you got some senior uh, people that have been there with, with uh, you know, up there in age. Are, are they continuing yeah. to go into work? Well, Sarah Gonzalez, she's here in Miami right now. Uh, she's been staying here. Uh, so she's, she's with her son. Uh, she will eventually go back. Uh, once this is up, hopefully next month, uh, Aristides Garcia, you can't tell that old man what to do. He's going to do whatever he wants. He's yeah. a man. When I grow up, I want to be just like him. So He's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. How old is he now? I think he's 87. Imagine Jeez. that. He goes to work every day. Funny, funny guy. I don't even speak his language, and I, and I laugh when I talk with him. Uh, and Sarah, who retired... Ended up retiring for a little while, and then she said, I want to come back. And your father said, listen, I'm paying you as you're retired anyway. You don't have to come back. And she said, I want to. Yeah. This is the unique thing that happens at, at Perdomo. It, it is unbelievable to me. Uh, another thing that was unbelievable is I saw you in action at the Tobacco Plus Expo. This is where your dad did not show up. And we're talking about a major um, cigar event, a major selling sales event where um, I, I would think as your dad in the past is so hands-on and he would definitely be everywhere. He would never take that chance of this is a major opportunity. Let me uh, skip this one out. And there he wasn't there, which I felt very good that he wasn't there, that he ended up saying, okay, Nicholas, do what you can do there. And I'm telling you, I saw you there first thing every single morning, last guy to end up leaving, uh, standing up the whole time, engaging with the people. The, uh, the point is that the uh, apple did not fall far from the tree here. It's pretty obvious you're, you're a chip, chip off the old block. You do have that worth ethic that doesn't exist, and we were joking around a little before we even went on here, that you are a millennial and uh, you're, uh, I don't know, you, you seem like somebody from my generation, not from yours. Well, Mr. Dave, when I was a kid, I'll give you an example, you know, talking about college and why I felt like I didn't really need college, to be honest with you. My parents from a young age gave me a degree, in my opinion, actually two degrees in business, because I was always around business with my dad, and a degree in psychology, because my dad, the one thing my dad did for my sister and I and my mom as well, 
they always took us everywhere. So, and that's something one day when my wife and I have children, that's exactly what I'm going to do. You know, it was funny. I, you know, when I was probably eight, nine, 10 years old, you know, I had a problem talking to kids eight, nine, 10 years old, but I could talk with you like no problem. Cause I was always around business people. I was always around the retailers, the consumers. So I learned from a young age, how to deal with people. Now, how I got through school was the way that my dad taught me in business and how you, how you treat people, how you work with people. So I used my professors as somewhat my business partners. I wasn't the greatest student at all, but I would come by and I'd show them that I really was working hard and I'd show them I really cared about their class. And if some of them were cigar smokers, I'd give them a four pack of cigars and I'd pass the class. And that's what I did. And there's the real business, right? Figuring the way around it. That, that, Street smarts along with business smarts, and it goes together, and, and, and it's, it's unbelievable. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about is I, I, I know your dad very, very well, and we're much like me where I have an opinion, and this is the way I think it's going to go, and this is the way I'm going, and it's You're very talking hard. about the Perdomo way? The Perdomo way, but Jonathan can attest to this. When, when I'm dead set against something or dead on to something, I'm going to no matter what. And it's very, very hard for somebody to change my mind and say, okay, let's go with it. Um, But I watched you actually do it, to my surprise, that you wanted to make these Humipack bags, and your dad was against this completely, and... As this process is going on, I talk with him, and he says, I'm going to let him do it and see how it works. And to his amazement, and to mine also, um, it ended up being a grand slam, and this is something you believed in. So what did you see that we didn't see, that these things are now copied by a lot of companies out there, but what did you see why this was going to work? Well, let's go back about seven, eight years ago. To be honest with you, Mr. Dave and, and the crew, I, you know, I, I actually was with my dad. I was against it. Uh, the assorted bags originally, Arthur was the one who pushed them. All right. And then the champagne bag was, was actually an idea of my mom. And so I thought about it. I sat back because at first, you know, we think these bags are going to cannibalize box sales, which they actually support and help grow box sales within the retail stores. And why? I have absolutely no idea. Maybe because guys find their favorite cigar within the four cigars, depending on the wrapper and say, you know what? This is the one I'm going to start buying. This is in my rotation. I'm going to buy a box of this every month, two every month, and whatever it is. Um, but where I got really involved with the humidified bags, I was actually in Central Florida um, at, a, at a store called Cigar Life, a friend of mine, Mario Medina, and uh, in Lakeland, Florida. And he used to be a big uh, executive at Publix with uh, their merchandising. And so I'm at a store. We're sitting down. He goes, you know, you ever hear of a shopper? I said, no, I haven't. He goes, basically, you know, it's an end cap. I go, well, I know what an end cap is. And he starts showing me. He says, you know, you should put boxes of cigars. You should do, you know, certain you know, certain promotions, things like this. that will help with your merchandising and so forth. So I get in the car with my sales and I go, no, 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 I'm not going to. I'm going to use this for humidified bags. So I called Arthur. I said, Arthur, I'm going to show you these bins. You know, we could put humidified bags. We could put Connecticut Sungro Maduro, you know, small 18, 18 inch footprint. It's like a floor tile and so forth. So Make a long story short, I have, my dad and I, we have a good friend of ours, uh, Bernie Chamernick, who worked, he just retired. He worked for Sunoco Displays out of Chicago, and they manufacture in uh, North Carolina. So I was able to develop the humidified bag stand, which you guys carry. And uh, it's been a huge success. It's, uh, you know, I put it, you know, I wanted to use it as an end cap because, you know, our principles with merchandise is very similar to the grocery store. I don't want my humidified bags 
inside uh, a humidor. So I wanted to use cardboard because cardboard rots. So if they so they have to put it outside the humidor by the register somewhere in the corner. So when a guy goes in the humidor, he, you know what? Your chances go up when he sees that bag. He gets an extra four cigars, an extra eight cigars, 12 cigars, whatever it is. You know, so it's just an impulse thing. And so it's been very successful. That's where I got involved with the humidified bags, specifically with the merchandising aspect with the, with the floor. Stand. It's so it's so smart to have it because, again, and I say this all the time about Perdomo stuff. I can't promise someone's going to like how it tastes, but I can promise it's going to draw and that they're going to burn properly. The combustion is going to be really good. If somebody likes it, you've now introduced them not to one, but to four, either different or in the case of the champagne, four of the same. At the point you smoke four Perdomos, you like it. It's box time. I was against Thank it. You. I Listen, I, I fought back. Your father said, please put this in here. And I said, okay. And I took a first order and we sold them out. I was glad to get rid of them. And I didn't order again. And he says, how'd it, how'd it go? And I said, we sold them. I, I took them in like you asked me to. And he says, no, it's going to do it. And I said, Nick, it's going to hurt my box sales. I want to sell boxes of cigars, not a four pack. And he says, you know, it, it doesn't. And I said, why doesn't he? He said, I don't know why it doesn't. But it's the doesn't. only thing he's never known the answer <laughs> yeah. to. Because he has an answer because for everything. It, because it does make sense that it's going to hurt. You got somebody to buy this. But a guy will buy a whole box of cigars and then buy a four-pack on top of it. And I scratch my head why he's doing that. We Now, we're doing curbside only. We yeah. take that little display. And if it's not raining out, we put it outside when we run it in and out and people see it there, or we have it right by the door to actually add on almost like when you get a candy bar, when you go to the supermarket and they're ringing you up and there's the candy bar and you throw the candy bar. You didn't bar go on. in to get a candy no. bar. You went in to do some shopping. And they didn't maybe go in to get a four pack of Perdomo, but there it is. And something like a magnet, it worked. I was wrong. Uh, you were right. And uh, that doesn't happen often, so <laughs> <laughs> enjoy that while it lasts. Yeah, it, it, uh, it's, been, it's worked. And thanks for giving a young a young guy a shot. Yeah, it's uh, it. so we all as retailers have to. We're getting older. There's different clientele. The younger generation is coming in here, and I have to remember that all the time to um, basically think out of si- outside of my brain or outside of my box and give these things that, for some reason, would never have worked years ago. Maybe they work now. Why they yeah. do, I haven't figured it out, but it's unbelievable that it does. No. Dave. Well, yeah. You know, Mr. D- I'm sorry. Well, we have a question from... Uh, our chat here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Somebody named Christopher Harper. <laughs> says, Never heard of him. Ask Nicholas about his secret passion and his favorite chef. His favorite what? Chef. Chef. Ah. Chef. Chef. Cook. Yeah. I, I love to cook. <laughs> Do you? Maybe a Tim? Cook. So your secret passion would be cooking? Yes. I absolutely love to cook. Well, my favorite chef is Marco Pierre White. Now, if you if you're a cook, you love to cook. Why aren't you blending cigars? Because that would be the natural thing that. Well, I, I expected by now, and I probably told you eight years ago when we talked about this. Where is the Nicholas Trey cigar? I right? believe we mentioned yep. that nine eight years ago. And P three, yeah, that something would come out. 
or something blended by you, even if it was a limited release. And I know Perdomo isn't big on that limited release stuff, but there should be something from you. I'd love to see what you could do with tobacco because you know it well. Well, listen, I know tobacco well. And, you know, the blending, you know, listen, most people go to factories and there's tobacco laid out for them. And, they, you know, it's got Seiko from this country in this region, Viso from this country, Lajero from this country, Binder wrapper from this country. That's not blending a cigar. That's already being told the answer. And these guys put together a blend. That's not really truly blending, Mr. Dave. You know, blending, you know, um, I've been with my dad for years. We go into the storage room with those packs of tobacco already done. And what we do is we go in and we break those tobacco, we break those packs and we start taking tobaccos. And that's how you, you come up with a blend. And you go in a warehouse and it'll take you months and months and months. That's the true art. That's a true blend. It is stuff where you go into these factories and they put tobacco aside for you and, and they tell you, make your own blend. You didn't make your own blend. You're making a blend that they gave you, you know, and that's that's really what it is. Now, where I'm involved is, you know, when we come out with new blends, you know, listen, I'm, I'm particular to tobaccos from Jalapa, for example, very sweet, aromatic tobaccos. I don't want to give too much away, but Perdomo Reserve, it's a cigar that I think Arthur and myself had a big influence on because we, we really want to use more tobaccos from Jalapa. And it's tough to use tobaccos from Jalapa. The yields are very small, but it really produces some of the finest, sweetest, most aromatic tobaccos. So this blend that's going to come out is going to be it's we're really excited about it and i don't want to give too much away but it's a cigar that really mr dave i think about you when it come, when when it's going to come out because it's right in your wheelhouse it's sun grown in maduro but it's not heavy it's super flavorful it's not going to blow your head off all and right it's a cigar Good. for you so I'm, I'm excited about that. All right. Does it have anything to do with the old La Tradition Reserve from back in the day? Certain sizes, because it's grandfathered, uh, you know, we're going to use, we're going to go from Perdomo Reserve, Sun Grown, Perdomo Reserve, Maduro. Uh, we've discontinued. Uh, we're currently, it's not in production, Champagne, Sun Grown, Champagne, Noir. So uh, we're going to use the grandfathered um, names. And those, those are two brands that, you know, those are brands that are here to stay. So we're very fortunate for that. All right. We're smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary. I'm smoking the Connecticut. I have not even taken the uh, ash off it off it yet. It is burning so perfect and even as I expected. As they do. Um, not a mild cigar by any means, even though it's the Connecticut version of it. Very, very flavorful and I'd say medium bodied in strength when it comes to it. And, and I'm shocked Ed Sullivan is agreeing with me. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think when I had the pre-call with Nicholas, I told him what my favorite was, which is the half Corona yeah. small batch. And again, it's really about the flavor for me. It doesn't have to necessarily be the strongest cigar, but you need sure. full flavor on it. And I was surprised that Ed, of all things, you know, which one do you want to smoke, Ed? He went to Connecticut as I did, so I was surprised at that, but you see why. A lot I'm, of flavor. I'm starting to see a little bit of a pattern here, and I'm going to pat Barry's and uh, in my backs on this. You guys aren't offering up any flavor choices. All you two do is poo-poo when we say flavors, mm -hmm. and then you agree or disagree. What are you getting for flavors, Mr. Dave? <laughs> I don't know. Not I to put you on your spot there. Yeah, but. I don't get into those wacky things of what you do but there is some graham cracker type of flavor to it um there is some sweetness yeah I with mean, it aromatic as as uh, uh nicholas has said he's struggling very right now? yeah and sullivan's a no balls bastard over there you should have given him the crickets just on principle no no 
Jonathan, you <laughs> no, they, you can't. You can't. You can't say it's not there because you're not even smoking a cigar. I've smoked that cigar three hundred times. All right, Jonathan. Retro hail, Jonathan. Retro hail it. Get a box of Nilla wafers. Right, and then you put it in the middle of a parking lot, <laughs> and you run it over with your car, right? And then you shake everything out of the bag and lick the inside of the bag. There we go. That's what it is. There it is. Getting right notes on. of espresso, uh, cinnamon, especially on the retro hail. Yeah, we can. On the Maduro, I'm getting a little bit of molasses and mocha and uh, an espresso finish. Yeah, they're all different from each other. They, they're great, um, and. Big sellers across the board. Uh, I would say as far as what happens at Two Guys Smoke Shop, it is the most asked for product that we have. Um, Every third customer is smoking Perdomo. It's crazy. A Perdomo customer is a very loyal yes. to Perdomo. And that doesn't go, you know, we, we say there's no monogamy when it comes to cigars that people jump around often with the ex few exceptions. And Perdomo is one of them. Yep. Because when you're on Perdomo and you say, well, I'm tired of the uh, 20th anniversary of Connecticut. Okay, then smoke the Sun Grown of Connecticut. Right. Or go on to Bourbon Barrel Aged or go on to something else. There's, there's so much different. They're all called Perdomo, but there's something in there for everything. Except a guy that likes milder cigars. And now they have something coming out, which will be interesting. Allegedly. Allegedly. He's not confirming or I denying anything. I listen to you, Mr. Dave. You see? Yes, you are listening. <laughs> listen yeah. to you. All right. Um, Nicholas, stay, stay there where you are. We're going to go to break. And when we come back, we have a surprise guest. And you'll never guess who it's going to be. More from Nicholas Perdomo and more when we come back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper, considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. As some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. 
the flavor smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. Got Jason Wood from Miami Cigar and Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking the Perdomo 20th anniversary with Nicholas Perdomo, who I smoked my first 20th anniversary with him eight years ago this week. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And with us is Nicholas Perdomo, but he brought a special guest in with him. Is he there? Are any of them there? <laughs> You hear me? Yeah, I man. do. There you are. Nicholas right, Perdomo has brought uh, um, his his uh, his biggest fan, his biggest fan with him. I would say bigger than me is his his dad, Nick Perdomo. Hi, Nick. Hey, David. How you guys doing? Glad to be here. We're doing good. We're doing good. Uh, so you're you're at Nicholas's house. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You must be. It's great to be here. Yeah, you must be so proud of this kid, huh? I am extremely proud. I'm his father's. I know you're proud of Gianna and and all of your fathers. I'm really proud of him. And real quick, he blazed his own trail, and uh, he probably had the toughest job because he had to work for me. I'm I'm not the easiest guy, especially with my son, because I really want him to walk the walk, and I don't want him to be Nick Perdomo's son. I want him to earn what he's done. So he hit it right on the head. But it was cleaning floors, unloading containers. He had to really walk the walk and learn everything. But he's always wanted to do it. I was like, I, I believe it. I believe it was tougher for him than any other employee that worked for you. I know some people think, oh, the son comes in and he just gets the position and he uh, can just take it easy. But I've seen it firsthand that it's quite the opposite. Um, you expect more from him than other people, and he delivers. He does. He uh, he's a hard worker, and um, I think you're right, though, uh, Nicholas. I mean, I think we, we, we Jimmy and I have been great examples. And I think Arthur Kemper and a lot of our guys on our staff have been great examples of Chris Harper. And a lot of people we've had in a couple of years have uh, really tried to help Nicholas also, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So let me ask you this, uh, right in front of him: um, What does he need to improve oh, on? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what does he need to improve on? It's got to be something. Not Easy. much. Talk, talking from the diaphragm, I like him to talk a little, a little louder. But if that's if that's the only thing I can nick him on, that's uh, that's pretty darn good. He's uh, he's a lot smarter than than I was when I started in the industry. At the same time, that's for sure. And he's had a lot of great tutelage. Also, but he's also been, you know, God always, you know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. Nicholas is an outstanding listener, and he's really tried to absorb from everybody, whether it be Sarah Gonzalez or Factory Man, Aristides Garcia, who just celebrated his 77th year in the cigar industry. I mean, he really took these guys like he was hanging on their belt loops and listening, you know, learning from art for all these years, and of course, for myself. So, Listening is a, it's a big attribute that he's really good at. He's an outstanding salesman. I remember when he was a kid, you always wanted him to come work for you. And I always said, boy, that would be a great opportunity. Learn probably the best entrepreneur by far in the, uh, the retail store. So, so Nicholas is 27 right now? 
Yeah, 27. 27. Nick, how old were you when you started Perdomo? I was, I was 26. Okay. So, uh, so he, you know, but he, he's learned a lot because you got to remember, he's been at this trade show since he was like 14 years old, you know, and he, he would write up big orders. And he knew everybody. And he always, I, I wanted him to work. And what I normally did is I always gave him the hardest, the most difficult customers. And one day he came up to me and he said, why do you do this? That's all you're going to learn. I'm not right. going to give you the good guys. You're not, you're not getting Garoppolo. You're getting these other guys. That's that's the way it works. Right. Something that impressed me just from this interview and, and something that I've watched your entire team is the concept of we. Nicholas could have come on the show in the first half hour and talked about how important his input was on a cigar you guys may or may not be having come out. Um, but instead, he talked about the we aspect, how there was a, it's a team effort. And that's something that you guys always preach is this whole team concept. And I think it makes your company as strong as it is. No, I appreciate it, John. You know, the average worker at Perdomo has been with the company now for 19.6 years on average. And uh, there are really a lot of extensions. I know I this a lot, but someone asked me what my greatest asset was. Are you the greatest asset in your company? I'd say, was certainly not the greatest asset in this company. It's our people. And uh, really, our workers are like a line extension of our family. And, uh, you know, we just had a little get-together with our sales team yesterday. And uh, I just see the passion and caring that our guys have. They're, they're working from home. They're, they want to bust the seams. They want to get out and see their consumers and see their retailers. And, and they're, they're trying to work as hard as they can. I've had guys approach me and say, look, don't pay me this one. I, I know I want you a ton of business for the last, and on top of that, I told you no matter what the situation was in April, uh, we are going to pay our guys. We're going to keep everybody on board, and we've done that. We like earlier, you guys were talking, never closed Nicaragua, working full bore. We've only had three cases that virus in the whole country, Nicaragua. All three of them were down in the Nagua area, five hours south of us. And because of that, I mean, we felt that again. We asked the people, we said, "Look, we'll pay you. We already have two weeks of vacation, but I said this last." Another two weeks, three weeks, we will pay you guys. We will do that. And every one of them said no. And that's a blessing when you have seasoned vets who are confirmed and having the, you know, having medical staff on board where we're checking people for fevers, checking their temperatures in the morning, the afternoon, when they leave. And you know the cleanliness and how our facility is. Separated people a little bit more, people wearing masks, you know, the hand washing, you can't wash your hands anymore than we do. In Nicaragua, and we're keeping everything clean. And thank God, we've had no problems whatsoever. We haven't had one person sick. We haven't had one person miss work in the last three and a half weeks, which is a record. Not one sick leave. We have you know, 1,992 workers just wow. on the compound, not including your farm workers. Not one person calls in sick in three and a half weeks. That's a, that's an attribute. That's un, that's unbelievable. And. You know, in, in business, I, uh, I didn't go to college. I learned business the hard way. I, I did read some books to try to uh, improve myself as time went on. And one thing I hear over and over again is you should not uh, bring into your business family or friends. 
into your business. And Nick Perdomo has done the opposite. It's loaded with family and friends that are a big part of your business. Uh, one is your wife, who's been with you, uh, Janine, since the very beginning. Uh, congratulations to her, Woman of the Year from Tobacco Plus Expo. And uh, Nicholas was uh, picked up the award for, for her and had a lot of nice things to say. So do I about her. Uh, your mother uh, working um, in, the, in the office and has been there the whole time. Uh, your brother. Uh, been there with you, along with friends that you grew up with um, that took other paths and a after they retire, ended up coming on with you. Um, not so true with Perdomo. Yeah, it's been, it's been a blessing. Do you guys hear me? My wife said, I think you guys are hearing me well. Do you guys hear me? Yeah, it comes it, and it, goes. It comes and goes. Uh, if you can't come a little closer to the camera, it'll probably pick up better. Lean in. Okay. Um, yeah, we've been blessed. It's hard to work with family for the most part, but I've been blessed that I've been able to work with my family. Excellent. Um, I kind of separated. I'm in the northeast side of the building. Jeans on the southwest side. We're more than six feet away. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're more than six feet away, that's for sure. But uh, it's been good. My brother's been with me for, for 25 years. You know, you bring up a guy like Nelson Cuba. Him and I have been friends for 11 years. He runs my operations down in Central America. He watches that company like it's his own. We've been friends since we're junior high school and I've just been blessed that I've been able to keep friends for many years and work really well with my family and being able to keep our workforce intact for so many years. It's been a blessing for us. Is that better? Can you hear me better? It's better. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. You lean forward. It comes in better. Uh, no, yeah, I, I see that. And uh, I, I've been, you know, I started two guys with, with my brother, obviously my mother, my father and all that tough, you know, because you treat it as a business, and when there's a problem, you're much like me. You say it the way it is, and that's it. And sometimes it comes off as, wow, this guy's really tough of what it is. But the people that do the right things to begin with should have no problem with it, and uh, they don't. I mean, you you keep your salespeople on there for years and years. You're, 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 uh, they're pretty senior-type salespeople as opposed to all young guns that, that come in, with the exception of your son now, as a, as a young person come in. These guys have been around, and they do the right thing. It's, it's an awesome sales staff, and I know I speak for New England for sure, of your salesman, uh, Roy Kirby, that's up here, but I met with all of your salespeople. I, I was honored to be part of the sales meeting with them, and uh, they all do what they're supposed to do, and then there's no problem if you're doing what you're supposed to do. They don't have a problem. Um, if you work hard for Perdomo, Perdomo takes care of you. Absolutely. And I think, I think that the reason we keep people is I think I walk the walk also. And uh, I respect my employees. I listen to their, their input. Every one of them have my cell number. They know they can call me anytime. But if they do things right, Art will tell you I'm probably the easiest guy in the world to work for. If you're going to fight me every step of the way. Well, I'm probably not going to be so so easy to work for. But I think our longevity speaks for itself that the company is fair to its workforce. And uh, we feel equally as blessed to have all our workers here in the States and, and abroad. So many years ago, I came up with an idea and it was based on watching Perdomo and his family, um, how they operated. And I thought uh, it would be so awesome to create a father and son cigar dinner. 
And the first time I ever did it, it was Nicholas and yourself that came up and you, you brought uh, your wife and your daughter also. I think we celebrated her 16th birthday uh, at the event, but it was a father and son cigar dinner. And um, since then, we've been doing it year after year, never repeating. But this year coming uh, on June 20th, um, we're going to repeat for the first time ever, and we're bringing you guys back because there's so much change in Nicholas Perdomo um, from those days as a 19-year-old uh, kid going, going to be going to college to now uh, running the sales of the SO. Uh, are we still on despite this uh, COVID-19 and all that? You better freaking believe in this, Dave. I wouldn't be anywhere else. Absolutely. Uh, and and at it, we are going to um, do another uh, first with with you that we're doing. But it was uh, something that I did many years ago. Is created a small format cigar called the Firecracker, and uh, we're honored to have uh, Perdomo uh, make the Firecracker for us. And I'll tell you. I've already received them. They're so beautiful. Flawless. Um, the packaging is beautiful. Everything's beautiful. And I know that this will be our biggest firecracker launch that we ever had. And that will come come about uh, when you guys come up. I'm looking forward to that. We'll rock it. I agree. No doubt. Uh, my, my problem's only going to be is uh, to find a place that's going to accept us. Well, uh, the, uh, just on the firecracker, I yeah. have to say... We had the conversation with Nick. He was in the store for an in-store event and left and went back to his office. And two days later, you had pictures of yes. prototypes of yeah. letters and that's this is, is what it's going to be. And I, you had it all done, Nick. We didn't have to do any heavy lifting. And I, I think that's a first. And for people that are wondering, it's going to be released on twoguyscigars.com on June 22nd, but it will make its debut that weekend in the three stores. Yes. So uh, that that's going to be big for us. About the cigar too, it's it's been it's been made a long time ago. So by the time you guys are are selling it, not only with the tobacco, it's cured and aged to perfection, but those cigars were made quite a while ago and have aged well. So they're going to be optimum for smoking when the guys buy their boxes. When you guys start selling. Yeah, he 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 doesn't want to put the cigar out raw. It needs to sit. It needs to do this. Whatever. I'm not gonna. I I never uh, question the cigar maker when they're making something. I whatever you think is the right thing to do, and the right thing to do was make them early and have them there. The nice thing about it is I'm I'm not looking out the window waiting for the production to show up. I hope right. it shows up. We, we don't have to mention names, but you <laughs> yeah. have been very concerned. Been down to the, the wire past. a couple times. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's never the case. I'll tell you. Yeah, um, you know, I pride myself on um, having to, um, when I get bills to come in, I pay my bills immediately uh, and take care of business. And that's Perdomo. Uh, he, we're, we're very much alike of the way we operate the business, or I, I like to uh, pride myself in, in doing that. And it's it's not necessarily the case with everybody. You're Dave's so, hero, Nick. You're Dave's you hero. are. You are. Uh, He's mine too. <laughs> um, and the last but not least, I want to mention Natalie Perdomo, um, who uh, is in law school right now. But uh, I got a feeling she's going to be either the, the uh, law for the Perdomo family or uh, there'll be something there because uh, she's part of the family in a big way. Absolutely. And she loves cigars. I mean, you can go on a little bit on your sister, Nicholas. Yeah, she, uh, you know, she's always, I mean, her and I grew up together i mean you know I, I think i had a little bit more interest in the business than she did but i know that she still loves our industry and she cares about the industry she cares about our company 
and uh, she will figure out how we'll utilize her. And uh, you know, she's got she'll bring a lot to the table. So um, it's it's going to be it'll be great. I think Natalie would be a great asset to the premium cigar industry. Uh, yeah. Not because she's my daughter, but she's sharp as she cares. And she just interned with a with a nice law firm here in Miami, and uh, they were they were enamored with her, and they were like, man, she would be great for the cigar industry for whatever she does. Natalie's that triple A type personality. Um, she's finishing up her second year. She goes in her last year of law school at the University of Miami and she was angry because he changed the past mail. She wanted to be like, you know, one of the tops for class and we're really proud of her Janine and I and just her dedication, everything. You and Janine did a great job. Great job with the company and a great job with your family. It's it's really something to uh, everybody to pay attention to. That's and, that's how it's done, folks. And Nick, I got to say, Nicholas is projecting well. We're hearing him better than we're hearing you. So I think he's got the mic on his uh, on his lapel. <laughs> we got the so we're sharing the same mic. Oh, all right, that's what's going on there. I don't know what it is because I'm I'm to the point where I'm almost yelling right now. I don't think like I'm a kid again. It's a mic. Uh, oh, so <laughs> you you know what it is with with those mics? They they tried. To drown out the background noise. So unless you're right on the mic, it doesn't pick you up that well. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So coronavirus. He has the mic. Corona. Has the mic. Yeah. Coronavirus <laughs> that's going on now. How do you think this will affect um, production? Will there be cigar shortages? Uh, you're saying you're operating. Everybody's working. Everything's fine. But do you see that there's going to be an issue nationwide across for this? You want to answer? You want me to answer? I'll answer. Let me answer for my dad. All right. Uh, with all, you know, we're with this COVID, uh, you know, we're taking, you know, like how my dad said earlier, we're taking all the precautions. We're, you know, we're, we're playing everything very, you know, we're playing by the rules, but, you know, with all due, we're Perdomos and there's no virus that's going to stop what we're doing. There's no virus. That's, our business is totally essential for our livelihoods. I have a wife. She's going to school. My sister, my brother-in-law. The whole family. We have to support our families and uh, and our and our customers. And you know we're uh, you know it hasn't it hasn't done anything to us. You know we're strong and uh, we're shipping and uh, you know we're doing daily business. Nothing's really changed for us. And you know the thing is we're doing the best we can to support our our retailers. You know we have some great promotions. Uh, you know that we're doing special just you know for some type of relief. Yeah, you know, just to bring in some, some, you know, make some margin, and um, you know that's really what we're we're doing right now. So, yeah. but, but I, if I could say something, I I think it's going to cause a lot of problems because uh, yeah. a lot of factories in Dominican Republic, Honduras, Nicaragua are closed. There's a big factory I just heard right now in Nicaragua. Um, I'm not going to mention the name because I don't have 100 percent surety it's true but they're going to close now in the month of May. Oh. And when they close the month of May, I think it's because of uh, maybe lack of, of orders and stuff. And I, I feel sorry for the brick and mortar guys. The reason I keep pushing, hey, you guys need to to, uh, to support your brick and mortar guys for one reason. These are the guys you guys go to use their lounges and, and drink their coffee and everything. We have to support these guys. It's, it's really the, the, the artery and the blood flow of the premium cigar industry. And uh, what scares me is these guys that have been closed they don't really exercise their rights and do curbside and really figure it out. But it's up to the consumers. I know a lot of you are going out and supporting your local retailers. I think that's what's helped our business. But I feel bad with the brick and mortar guys. I think a lot of them are going to have money problems. Rents never stop. I feel bad. We just had a customer of ours in Dallas who actually terminated 10 of his 13 employees 
and he's running one store, his son is running one store, and the other man just running one store, and they fired their whole staff because oh. they just couldn't they just couldn't afford it. And they're I hear all these horror stories consistently. Do you guys hear me now or not? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nicholas. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to Nicholas because I think he has the microphone yeah. on his headset. I think there's, I don't have a mic. So My uh, my question to, to Nicholas is, have you guys or do you see yourself ramping production up so you have a war chest of cigars in the yes. event that you absolutely have to shut that factory down? You can still have a direct-to-us supply chain. Yes, we, we, we're ramping up production. We're, we're making cigars. We're selling them. Uh, trades up, you know, like I said earlier today, uh, you know, um, it's the old 80-20 principle, you know, and the strongest retailers, they're, they're doing it right. You guys are doing it right. And, uh, you know, we haven't skipped a beat with a lot of guys and, and business is, is going well, you know, and there's, you know, at the end of the day, the whole thing is to stay positive. I'm, I'm trying to be as positive as possible. I know that once this ends, you know, our customers, I mean, our, our salesmen, my dad, Arthur, myself, we're going to do everything possible to help the retailer. Um, you know, back in 2009, you know, we had the biggest test with S-Chip and my dad. It made my dad a better businessman. It made my dad a better business partner to all our customers because we figured out how can we help them and we're going to do it all over again. So at the end, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have success with our partners and we're going to do everything we possibly can to help them and this at the end of the day we're americans and we're gonna we're gonna beat this and it's gonna be history i know so. you are and i'm not surprised to hear that i i knew that's what perdomo's gonna do because they have a history of doing that and and helping people uh and and the retailer the retailer needs the help right now those that are listening support your brick and mortar retailer more than ever now is the time if, if they ever needed the help now is the time Nicholas Perdomo, Nick Perdomo, thank you so much for being on the Cigar Authority. Thanks for supporting the Cigar Authority, and thanks for supporting the brick-and-mortar retailers across the country and the world. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thank it. you, guys. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. See you in June. See you in June. Okay, uh, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we have cigar news and a message from our friends in Italy again and some letters in the mailbox and a story about a retailer uh, that's been shut down and refuses to shut down. He's going to keep going. There's a lot going on in the cigar industry. We're going to talk about some of that when we come back. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast network are you a member of the cigar authority care package well if not the time my friend is now for just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro 
carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General Work, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of Cigar Science Basics, this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar 
Pure Authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And a big happy birthday going out to Nicholas Melillo from Foundation Cigars, celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday to you. We got cigar news, letters in the mailbox, and an interesting story from a retailer. And we'll get to that in just minutes. But first, before we light up... From Italy, via Pennsylvania right now, our coronavirus update with Michael Capellini from Toscano Cigars. Michael. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good. How about you? Everybody's good? We're good. We're good. How about you guys up there? We're good. I, I see uh, some things are being canceled uh, from from you guys of some of your uh, events and things that you do. Yeah, it's, it's a tough year, let me tell you. To cancel the festival that we have here in Jessup, uh, following suit with our sister city in Italy was one of the hardest decisions our township probably had to make. But I mean, it's the right one for now. It's better to be safe than sorry. And 2021 is going to be a hell of a year for the for the Festa Chady here in Jessup. We're sure of it. So. Yeah, we're seeing so much of that stuff, and and even people's uh, weddings plans are are off. And uh, crazy, the, the craziest things that that's going on. So, uh, how's things going in Italy? How's things with Toscano? We're good. Toscano's uh, moving forward. We're strong, resilient. And that's the word I use in every single interview. Re resiliency is the best way to describe uh, not just our company, but, you know, listening to the Perdomos just now, it seems to be the, uh, the thought process across the industry. Obviously, some are struggling, but, you know, we have to keep our heads up, uh, thoughts as positive as we can and, and just move forward. But uh, in Italy today, there's actually a national holiday, uh, Buon 25 Aprile. The 25th of April is actually the uh, celebration of the liberation from the fascist grip that took place. So uh, today in 1945, uh, they declared um, liberation from, from the fascists. So it's a, it's a national holiday over there. A little yeah. different celebration this year, though, let me tell you. I know, I know. I'm, I'm watching people singing out of the balconies. There's some real interesting stuff ha having, happening in Italy uh, and then uh, showing where normally thousands and thousands of people are formed completely empty. Uh, and you see a maybe a pigeon or something or a bird walking around and there's no people. It's like, wow. And yeah. this is, I was supposed to be going to Italy for the first time in my life in May, which obviously is canceled for me. And, and I'm looking at this and saying, wow, what a shame, because they, they're showing more than I've ever seen before of the mm -hmm. landscape of Italy. And I just had it so much on my mind all year of going and uh, just going to have to wait another year. That's all. 
Well, listen, Italy's going to be there next year. And then, you know, uh, even me, if, if you think about it, we were taking, we had our retailer trip uh, coming up this week. So the fact that I looked at my suitcase today and there's nothing in it kind of, you know, really was a, was a downer. But the, the good thing is, is that I have good news today. Ah. So that's, that's, that's the good thing. So when we talk about the daily new cases, they're down from last week, um, as are the, the new death uh, that, that happened. Uh, there was a slight spike yesterday in new cases. So as of yesterday, there were just over 3,000 new cases. It was a slight spike. I think uh, that's because people are t- testing more, right? There's lots of testing going on. Yeah. I, 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 w- I would think that to be the case. Um, but, you know, again, it's pretty it's pretty stringent over there. The lockdown's very stringent. So not many people can get very far without getting stopped. So anyway, uh, the, the like I said, the deaths have decreased uh, 420 yesterday. I mean, you're looking at there was a point where there was almost 900 to 1,000 a day. Obviously, when you look at our numbers here in the United States, that's, you know, small compared to what we're seeing. But again, it's it's the process that the virus has to take. So um, total cases are in Italy right now, 195,351 total deaths, 26,384. The recoveries, a very great number to hear, 61,120. The curve is flattening. Uh, there's positivity coming out of the peninsula. Uh, we're happy to hear that. Obviously, our prayers and well wishes are still with everybody being negatively affected by the pandemic. But in Sieme Cela Faremo, I'm sure we're going to be able to get through this very soon. Uh, the Italian word of the day is going to be passione or passion. Uh, obviously, when we talk about the business side of Sigaro Toscano, Manifattori Sigaro Toscano, passion, passione can be found in every single cigar that we roll. Uh, but outside of business and more importantly, passion is definitely something we have to have for one another. Uh, during this incredibly difficult and unprecedented time. So I'm really looking forward to the day where I can come on the show and we can be really happy. As I am with you, we have some limoncello and and talk about what has happened in in the past. And hopefully uh, we never get to that again. We in the United States are looking closely at Italy because we're looking at it as uh, whatever historically has happened there. The the, uh, curve has been flattened. This We see it a little later. So the good news that you're providing us is probably good news for us. This yes. is what we can look forward to. Um, we're, our neighboring city over here uh, is Boston uh, in Massachusetts, just a mile over the border. They're having yeah. a rough time. We've, we've been very good here in New Hampshire, but our governor is looking at Massachusetts and saying, whatever they do, we do. So we're, we're riding that wave too. And they're looking at what happen, is happening in Spain and Italy to say what is. We can't go by the Chinese numbers because there's no accurate information that's provided there. So Italy is an important thing for us to look at. As far as Toscano cigars go, I'm going to tell you we're moving Toscano cigars. We're not doing all that well when it comes to cigar sales in brick and mortar. We're down 50, 60%, to be honest with you. But people are learning Toscano cigars. It's terrible as it sounds. It's it's a great product for the environment that we're in right now. And there's a lot of people that don't have humidors and were customers, and we were their humidor. So here's something that they're taking, and uh, you guys have been gracious enough to provide us with a promotion to help the retailer, and it has helped us where you buy two packs. You buy two five-packs or two sleeves, and you get a a third one free. And it's working. It's working. So I I thank you for that. And uh, to all the retailers out there, uh, it's an important extra ring that happens in the sale and more than ever 
it is important right now for us uh, as we're looking for to a good retailer who put his money away and save for a rainy day. I never thought it would pour like this. I mean, it is it is rough, and we don't know when the end is near. So hopefully, we we see that end near. So, uh, Michael, thank you once again for joining us on here, and uh, 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 we we see a little ray of sunshine coming from you. Absolutely. And as always, make sure the, the consumers out there listening, like we talk all the time, support, support that brick and mortar that hit home again, listening to the Perdomos talk about it today, too. So uh, it's something very important because you guys have to be there for us uh, when we when we get past this pandemic. Thank you for all you do for, for us and for the industry as a whole. You guys Thank, are wonderful. You. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Capolino, Capolini, Toscano Cigars. Um, so I'm putting my Perdomo 20th. Jeez, I got an hour and that was a Robusto. I got an hour and 15 minutes out of Robusto, and I'm going to save the rest of this. And go back when to we, that. We'll do when, when the after show. I'll go get back to the Perdomo 20th because I think we can plow through uh, the next cigar, which is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, I believe. Barry Stein, what do we have here? Well, today's second cigar is Flor de Lorraine, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by United Cigars. Flor de Lorraine. The size is four and seven eighths by fifty-two. It's a robusto called the Quatre, and it features a Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers from Honduras and Nicaragua. Flor As de Lorraine. Dave alluded to, it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back six ninety-nine, while a box of twenty is one nineteen ninety-nine, which makes it just six dollars a cigar which is a savings of almost $20 or 14% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Fleur de la Rey. Remember that old commercial, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> Rudy will remember. Yeah, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And I know uh, the Perdomo family is very close with the Toscano people. So that's uh, a little family connection there. Perdomo, which is... They're, they're Cubans, but I don't know. I look at them as Italians. Uh, actually, Nick's wife is an Italian and cooks a good Italian food because I went sure. over there and had excellent Italian food. Yeah. There too. Well, his name ends in a vowel, so. Yeah. So another thing that ends in a vowel is the Vertigo Attaché. Here we go. The Vertigo Attaché is a single-action lighter featuring one jet fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. You've got easy adjustment at the bottom, all in a small package that'll fit right in your coin pocket for $9.99. That's the Vertigo Attaché. Saltine cracker with a little honey on it before I lit it. Saltine cracker with a little bit of honey. Definitely. Saltine cracker is dead on. The honey I don't know about. No, a little smear. The, the saltine. Yeah, a little smear. Go ahead, you you on the. Care I don't know package. about the honey, but I, I'm with you on the saltine. The people in the care package take notice of that. So we're going to talk on the after show about what we've been smoking during the epidemic, mm -hmm. which is going to be very interesting uh, because I went a certain direction for whatever reason. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Retailers, we talk, are having a tough time. 
Um, listen, I'm a strong component on letting the consumer do whatever they want. When they were stopping the smoking happening in restaurants here in Massachusetts, the Restaurant Association didn't fight it. I fought by myself. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. For restaurants to be allowed to choose if they wanted to allow smoking or not. And they'd have to put up a big bright sign that said smoking allowed in this premises, which would maybe turn some people off that say, I'm not going in there because I don't want to go and eat in a place that's allowing smoking. And let the owner decide what he wants to do. And some people would have been a place that I would have wanted to go to. Right. And other people would not, but let them decide. That's how I feel about this right now. Winners and losers are being chosen. So here I am on the strip that I am coming to work. I pass by a Walmart. It's open. I pass by a Target. It's open. Directly across the street is a cupcake store. It's open. People going in and out. Bakeries. There's a convenience store down the street. And they have water and soda and cigars. And they're open. And we have water, soda, and cigars. And we're not open. Well, because we're open we can't. for curbside. Don't say we're not yeah. open. I don't want people to panic. But I want people to be able to come in. Now, I don't want to mandate that they have to come in. We can still have curbside Absolutely. available to them. But I want them to be able to want to come. I want them to be able to come in if they want to. And also, when it goes to my employees, if my employees don't want to work because people are coming in, that's okay too. And I would allow them not to work and still pay them if that's what I had to do. But that's where the problem is arising across the country, that some crazy states are making it so these people can't operate at all. Right. And that's what I want to get to. Ed has a story here we're going to play, so I'm ready for you, Ed. All righty. Let's see if we can make that happen. March 23rd was the day Denver residents lined up outside liquor stores and pot shops, fearing they would soon close. The mayor was forced to backtrack. Alcohol and marijuana are apparently essential. And we're being told we have to close our doors. Lyle Tate owns Slowburn Cigar Lounge in Parker. Yesterday, he received a notice from Tri-County Health. His business is non-essential and needs to shut down immediately. I support my family with this shop. If I close, it will absolutely devastate me and my family. Tate says he's been using tape to maintain social distancing in his store and limiting just one customer at a time to his humidor. A liquor store that can be open, downhill brewery behind us can be open, and I don't understand how a guy walking in and buying a beer is more of an essential to him than one of my customers coming in and buying a premium cigar. Tri-County Health tells the problem solvers it's seeking voluntary compliance, but Tate says he's not ready to provide it and for now, intends to stay open. We absolutely feel like that we're in the right, and we absolutely have a fundamental right to be open and stay in business. This nearby competitor, Smoker Friendly, received the same warning. It's decided to offer curbside carryout business. Same for Freakies, a head shop right across the street from the Slowburn Cigar Lounge. Neither asked Tri-County Health if that was acceptable. They're just doing it until someone calls their bluff. But Lyle says curbside delivery is a compromise he could live with. I'll do whatever I can to stay in business, whatever that looks like. Tri-County Health says tobacco shops are not allowed to operate as curbside delivery businesses. If they don't comply, the next order will be to shut them down. But if that happens, Lyle Tate and his attorney say they're prepared to sue. Rob Lowe, Fox 31. Isn't that interesting? Good. Right? That's so how I feel about this. I'm in. And, and then let the consumer dictate. Yep. 
at that point. Do Let they, they, they want to go in? Do they want to go in? And, and unfortunately, I, I see that that's what's going to happen because we are against the wall right now. It's sink or swim. What's going to end up happening? I would hate to see some of these brick-and-mortar retailers go out of business. And I'm not looking to add another arrow into the quiver of the government against us, but there is no safety precaution that you can take against handling money and credit cards. If that guy has it, he and he's passing it to me. And if he passes it to buy some lumber at the thing or a, it's all, at the bakery, it's or all the, the same store, amount of risk. Gas tanks. You pumps. walk into the market. You, they're they're saying that you need to um, spray down all of your stuff that you take out of the supermarket because yeah. it could be infected. We're moving this virus around one way or another. Why hurt business? Yeah, enough is enough. I'm asking for um, relief from the government tying my hands until the day is going to come where we're going to have to take actions in our own and and, and I'm not, open the I, door anyway. I get a little bit of shit on social media when I say stuff like this, like I'm saying that uh, I'm against the, the elderly and that I'm lo- looking to put them at risk. If you yourself are at high risk for whatever reason, you need to take the personal actions to keep yourself safe. Right. Don't come. Don't make the government make everybody have to do it. You have to keep yourself safe. Get home delivery, spray yep. your groceries, do whatever you got to do to keep yourself safe, but don't restrict everybody else on the planet. We're all going to get it. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and I'm seeing a lot of, um, on, on social media, there is so many people doing what we, we've been doing for 10 years, but they, this Zoom thing and all these video things, I don't know how you feel about uh, all that that's going on. I'm sick of you. <laughs> I'm sick of me, too. <laughs> I'm sick of me. Uh, overexposure is what's going on. I, 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 Not the kind you're thinking of, Baron. Yeah. Do you mind? You mean like when you were overexposed yourself here on the show and uh, had your junk in Ed's face? Yes. I kept my yeah. underwear on, mostly. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been getting a lot of exposure, uh, and something. There's no such thing as bad press and stuff. And I'm honored to be asked to do it. And but I see other people that do it too, and I've had enough of them. And I gotta imagine there's enough of me. Yeah, I I stopped watching you. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. Um, so you, are we allowed to unfollow him even though he's the boss? <laughs> see, I don't think there's a thing a thing like uh, overexposure. I mean, people come into the store when the stores were open to see they would see people every day. They're not seeing people every day anymore. Mm-hmm. So this is just a replacement of that well, personal interaction. I'll tell you, there's big hits and there's a lot of people doing doing it. And I'm watching that there's not nobody there. I guess when people stop watching, maybe that, that'll be when we done. can figure. Can you maybe get your videos down to, I don't know, three minutes? Do they have to be epic sagas? Oh my God. 15 minutes long? And why I haven't been doing a lot of the um, Facebook. Facebook Live is Jonathan stops me every day. I come in. I say, all right, grab this thing. He goes, can you not do it? You think it's too much exposure or something? I said, I don't know. What do you think? And he goes, yeah, it's too much. So I did less than I planned on doing. But listen, here's my lineup for this, for this last week. Cigar Journal. I did theirs for two hours. Um, that one I listened to. It was very good. Very good. Um, the stuff I did on Facebook, uh, live, I did it Tuesday. Uh, just for the record, when he does it live, we, the, those of us in the shop have to listen to it live. 
Then he sits down and watches it. Mm-hmm. So we got to hear it a second time. It's too much. I have to see how it was because <laughs> I just did it and I don't know how I did yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, somebody was having their thumb over their oh, mic. Shut you up. Gotta, you got to see. Yeah, I got it. All right. So you're doing, all your lives, <laughs> you're doing all your lives from now on with Barry. He can hold the camera and follow you around. All right. Um, I did it with Christian Aroa and CLE on Wednesday. Um, on Friday, Jonathan Drew um, in that gang, along with you and Ed mm-hmm. on Friday. Uh, Cigar Authority on Wednesday and Saturday. Coming up um, tomorrow, Cigar Life, Altadas with Rafael Nadell, a six hour marathon. You're going to be on for six hours? No. Oh, I, will be, I will be on from 2.45 to 3.15. He doesn't have six mm-hmm. hours worth of material. But, but poor Raphael's going to be on for six hours. He's got the chops. He can handle that. Six hours. It's too much for anybody. Listen, I can't get enough of the cigar industry, but I've, I, I've had enough. If he's going to play the piano, I'll tune in and watch. Right, right. Uh, so that'll be tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, we, uh, again, it's called The Cigar Life. Um, how about that cigar podcast this Tuesday coming 7 p.m.? I don't know how long that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Whatever it's going to be, I'm going to do it because I said I'm going to do it. Um, and the poor people at Kristoff Friday, I'll be with them and the gang from Kristoff. And that's what I have so far uh, because I don't want to say no. When somebody asks me to do it, I'm honored that I'm being asked to do it. But I, and along with Barry, you're doing them too on... Uh, yeah, I'm doing them uh, with our consumers. Uh, I'm doing them um, through twoguyscigars.com Facebook page, although we're going to take a break this Sunday, uh, mainly because I smoke outside and it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. So we'll I, I like my laptop. I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Uh, but I've been doing them through some of the Facebook groups. I've been doing them, uh, a few of them with James Lay, uh, who's the guy that won the trip to yeah. the anniversary party. Okay. And... Uh, I feel like I've created a new friend with James. We we sit there and we talk, and to me, it's a good replacement for well, not a replacement, but something to do. It's a reasonable effects, right? With the lounges not being open, I'm, like you said earlier, I'm a lounge lizard. Yeah, I miss that personal interaction. So, what happens after this is over? Will that continue? These. Zoom things. No, because everybody will go back to their real life friends versus their social media friends. I think the ones you connected with who who are remote anyway, some of that may continue. You know know what would be good is if Dave and I, he and I have a 15-minute conversation every single day. You want to do it on Zoom? He said it. (laughs) See, we should have been taping this, This, he says, and I go. This interaction between him and I is so this, what we do on the Cigar Authority. But we do it two hours a week. Do we need to add that to somebody's play? At least that would be, I think, interesting and entertaining. Just us breaking each other's balls for 15 right. minutes. Not this, if you say please, you get a sober Mesa brulee. It's- Just think, if manufacturers are scared to go on planes for the foreseeable future, the future of the cigar event is the Max Headroom event. It'll be somebody on the TV, just their face. That'll be the person well, you interact with. We talked with Jonathan Drew. Yes. He seemed to like it a lot. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I envisioned, okay, this is the new normal. Yeah. Because things got accomplished, things yeah. were said. Yeah, I got yelled at. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I pictured him taking out the uh, sword and going swisher, swisher. Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. There's it no was- way. I, I just don't see events like that taking off. The guy's not there. You don't have the real star power. He's he's on a, a TV screen. You're going to have guys like Nick. We're going to see because killing it. Talk about talk about a good test. We've had a test now for six weeks, and we may have another six to go. 
what happens after that? Does it become the new normal? It's terrible. It's going to be the normal until they allow 100% zero restrictions where you can have 100 people in the cigar shop with no problem. I miss shaking hands. Yeah. And I'm going back to it. I'm just putting everyone on notice. You haven't danced with a man in how long? Yeah. 10 months? Yeah. (laughs) Get niche. My God. Let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's What's Up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. And I'm going to go off script with the first story. Uh, Nick Cross is in the Facebook chat room saying cannabis is a medicine. That's why they're allowed to do it. He doesn't know anybody who had their life saved by tobacco. Anybody have their life saved by cannabis? But somebody had their yeah. life saved by tobacco in Nova Scotia. As we all know, there was a horrible uh, mass shooting up in Nova Scotia, Canada this past week. There was a gentleman who was out having a cigar and coffee, and his daughter called him, tell him, go home. There's a shooter loose. I don't want you out. And he goes, I'm not leaving. I'm finishing my cigar and my cup of coffee. He was on that guy's hit list. That guy went to his house. He wasn't home. So tobacco saved that guy's ah. life. Mm-hmm. Oscar Butler. That's a little bit of a stretch there, Baron. <laughs> yeah. true, true story, though. I know it's true. The cigar it's saved his life. If he chose not to finish the cigar, he would have been dead. I don't think you're going to get the FDA approval based on that story. Oscar Butler, who served as the director of operations, has left the company uh, for Indian Head Cigars. He, oh. His duties will be now handled by Roberto Lopez. Oscar, my buddy, what happened? Uh, didn't say why, but uh, it's perceived, it's believed he's going to pursue other opportunities within the industry. Hmm. Uh, Scandinavian Tobacco Group has announced the company has begun integrating Royal Agio from their January 2nd purchase of the company. The parent company of General Cigars, STG, announced 800 layoffs and that it would close two factories in the Netherlands within the next 9 to 18 months. Glenn Loop announced he'll be leaving Cigar Rights of America right after the elections in November. Glenn has served as the executive director since 2008. What do you think is up with that? Uh, You know, I had a a conference with him um, along with uh, Abe from Smoke In and Jeff from Corona and Pete Johnson. That's another one that wasn't open to the public. That was just us uh, chatting for a couple hours. Um, and he said, I will let you know later. So he didn't want to say it in front of everybody, but those are the people that were there. So I don't know what I'm going to learn any differently, but he's leaving gonna, and he's right after the election. tell you off the record, too. You won't be able to say it. Ah, off the record. And lastly, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit has signed off on the 120-day extension on substantial equivalence, and the uh, date changes from May 12th to September 9th. 2020. So a little bit of a reprieve there. That's what's up in the cigar world. Yeah, a little breathing room is all that is. Uh, Next week on the Cigar Authority, we're going to talk about how the coronavirus impacted the cigar industry. What has already happened that it impacted? Is that going to be uh, more taxes? Is it going to be more expensive cigars? Will there be cigar shortages? The good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, and there may be some good in this. So we're going to look into that. We'll we'll talk about that next week. And the following week, May 9th, we're going to talk about Two Guys Smoke Shop's <coughs> anniversary party. The tickets will go on sale. Um, we're assuming the event is in September. 
so that it'll be able to take place, but we'll, we'll get a little into that. And on May 16th, the plan was to have Jonathan Carney from the Flor Dominicana come up. The event has been canceled. Maybe we can zoom into um, Jonathan Carney. Or he he's, can come here and cook steaks for us. He could because he's uh, now the New England sales rep, from what I understand. So we're going to see a lot of John Connie around, if and when he can come around, and maybe he can come do the show live. We'll find out what's happening to Floyd Dominicana. I saw that there were people rolling in that factory this week. Yeah, so, uh, they slowly started to open up some of the factories in the Dominican Republic. Okay, so we'll see how, how that plays, uh, plays out. Okay, that's all I got there for what's coming up. The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Steve writes... Mr. J, okay, it's time to finally get this off my chest. I just listened to the after show. Once again, it was brought up about it's his maiden name. This was so wrong in this case. It's his mandum name. Mandum. <laughs> I'll leave this in your capable hands. By the way, Barry is a fruit. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Enough shit for now. Love the shows. Keep up the great work. Steve from Iowa with no shelter in place. Yeah, Barry... Was changing his name. It never happened still, but, but he changed on one it of on your, social media. On your social so. media, it has changed. Yeah, just, just I prefer to go by that. Attention it's, ploy. Without the legal stuff that I had to jump through the hoops, I just got tired it's of it. It's a piece of paper you got to fill out, so, and after 10 minutes, they go, so, approved, so, done. So now you have an alias. I have an alias. That makes you like a bad guy, so right? Also AKA. known as. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Barry yeah. the Cigar Smoker Bellavo. I've got a couple of other four-letter words I'd like to insert in there if I can. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? $5,000 to join a test pilot on his maiden voyage of a new aircraft. Yes. Yeah. How much? I think I'm in. 5000 Join... A test pilot on his maiden voyage of a new aircraft that's never been flown before, too. I mean, can you pick the the, the aircraft that you're going to No, nope, he picked it. Is this going to be like a guy who's building a little thing in his You're asking an awful lot of questions for a guy who said yes already. To go to the, you know, the top of the stratosphere without being just on the edge of space, that has a bigger chance of blowing up versus, say, a new Boeing Dreamliner or something. You have no choice. It's a test pilot. I'll do it. Really? I would not. Might be fun. Wow, Ed Sullivan's actually in. Wow. Sure. Let's do it. Well, he is elderly. I mean, it could. Yeah, I don't have that much time left. I can get to that cigar you gave me Oh yeah, a little quicker. I think it's pretty cool that they don't tell us about the pilot. Imagine if before the thing, oh, and today's pilot is so-and-so, and and you read out, you know, his credentials or something like that, and then some people get off the plane. You you think, (laughs) well, before you get on the plane, we're going to tell you a little about the pilot so you can back off if you want. It's like a doctor before he operates well, on you. I want to know how, how he did. What, what college did he go Let's face to? it. Pilots that fail at their job die. And this is his maiden voyage. On the he test does, plane. He's a, he's a pilot. He's got pilot credentials. No. He's a test pilot. He is a test pilot. He's a test pilot. He already is a pilot. He's got thousands of flights under his belt to be a pilot. And he's testing yeah. a new aircraft. Yeah, I mean, he's, if he's you, at the top of his class. For five grand, my answer is no fucking way. No way. No way. You went the opposite I thought you were going. Not for five grand. Ed Sullivan is at the end of his life. I don't know what Barry was thinking. And I wouldn't go either. 
I'm not right. going. Split. I'm proud of you, though, Ed. No, I'm going. I'm proud of you. I figured you'd be all about the cockpit. <laughs> uh, can we go to break for crying out loud? <laughs> what do you think of Fleur de Lorraine Natural? There's Natural and Maduro. There's four sizes of this brand. This is the Natural. This, this cigar always triggers a memory for me of my father because I get pralines and cream whenever I smoke this cigar. And that was my dad's ice cream of choice. And it takes me right back to him. I smoke the cigar often. I get pralines. And I've smoked this cigar. We're going to get into the into the uh, after show. And this is one of the ones I go to also during this. And there's a reason for it. And I'll talk about that when we get in the show. And you'll, you'll see what that's all about. But right now, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more in the mailbag. Barry's got a crazy story. And we're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars and the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. 
available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Not Mr. Anything. Mr. Jonathan Carney, we're going to have you on. Hopefully you can come here and do it, or else we'll Skype you in or whatever, uh, and we'll figure out what you're doing. I see a lot of posts on him doing all the food stuff. Mm. It makes me hungry. I have to stop watching it because I have not gained the Corona 19, which is what people are doing, gaining some weight. But Barry? No. Six. Six up? Six. All right. Ed Sullivan? Yeah, a couple probably. I don't weigh myself all the time. All right. Um, you are wearing the Snack Authority shirt. I am, and always. I had some snacks today because we did do the Snack Authority and ate some interesting uh different things on there so check out the snack authority uh if you haven't had enough of me uh you can you can go there i won't be watching we're smoking the fleur de lorraine natural um and i have some um barbecue spice rum speaking of one of the podcasters the um, pit life barbecue guys um a little spice there's some of that yeah. stuff that they sprinkle on yeah. i'd say for the amount of flavor you would expect that this is going to be in the the strength category of an eight or a nine, but the reality is, strength wise, I'd put it at a solid five. Six. But flavor wise, 
it's eight or nine. It's way up there. Yeah. Yeah. A lot going on. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) The smell may be hell, but the mist can leave you pissed. A lot has been made about how COVID-19 can be spread, but two Australian doctors have weighed in about the spread from down under. With the virus being President Poop, the doctors advised no bare-bottom farting, so Mr. Jonathan going commando is frowned upon. If it is true that farts can spread the virus, Dave, Ed Sullivan, and myself should have the antibodies, thanks to Mr. Jonathan. Be happy, my friends, that the show isn't in smell vision and that's not only insane, it's asylum. I Why saw, is it going to blow my spa like that? Well, it's all the broccoli you eat. I saw something that said if your underwear can't block a fart, need a face mask. Either can a face mask, as you saw it too. Yeah. The whole, Which made you think, well, oh, I think the this reality is, is the though, whole reason why they did that is so people stop going out and buying the, the N95 masks so healthcare workers could get them. That's, in my opinion, that's the only reason why they told people regular masks. That's my thought. Well, at the, beginning, at the beginning, when there were no masks around at all, they told everybody not to wear masks. There's no need well, of it. You're only protecting could, yourself. Clearly, our fake ones aren't as good. Otherwise, the healthcare workers would wear them. Yes. With funny sayings on them. And <laughs> you see the ones with the guy smoking yeah, a cigar, cigar and all kinds of... There's a lot coming out yeah. now. Well, if it doesn't work, why do people put their nose in their shirt after Barry rips one? Because it does. There is a, a little bit of a... Blocking. Filtration. It filters it a little. A little bit? So maybe it's a little. A little? Okay. The following message was submitted through an inquiry on twoguyscigars.com. And John writes, this question is for Barry because he's a first ballot cigar hall of famer. Wow. When aging cigars, I'm already suspect of this guy. <laughs> uh, when aging cigars, how do you know when a cigar has reached its peak? That's... John. You only know when it has already peaked. You can't find the very top. You can't guess when that is. Well, this is why if you're going to really be serious about aging cigars, you do the two-box method so that you have one box that's aging and the other box you smoke out of periodically. Every couple of months, have one, or every six months, have one, and then you'll know when it's peaked and now it's time to smoke them all. You know when it passed peak and you say, oh, I got to get to this. Well, for me... Peaking is this is the this is awesome. This now. is absolutely delicious. Why would I want to go f- any further? Start smoking. Absolutely. Okay, I've done it. That's I, that's the play for me, anyways. I feel like the ventriloquist who just had his dummy speak for him. <laughs> there we go. All right, perfect. You big dummy. It's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Which would you rather? Have a flying carpet or drive a car that can drive underwater? Ooh, James Bond versus Aladdin. The car tremendous. I have a tremendous fear of drowning, so I'm out on the water. I got to go flying carpet. You got to. Do you swim? I can swim. All right. I can swim well. All right. 
I just have a fear of drowning in a car. The underwater car. That would be badass. Drive up, up on a beach, drive into the water, have it convert to a submarine. Boom, I'm all in on the underwater car. Underwater car? Get eaten flying by a whale. Carpet. I would say flying carpet also because I want to get to where I'm going, and I hate traffic, and that's going to get around yeah. every single thing, right? Yeah. That's what I want to do. How much do I want to get off across that pond? Not so much. That's more of the James Bond aspect. Just yeah. Have that car. Yeah, you, you've been out-muscled out, uh, on this one. It is the Flying Carpet. And they wrote a song about it. Oh, yeah. Magic Carpet. Did they write a, any Wasn't song about it? Uh, on Magic Mushrooms? <laughs> I think Probably, so. Yeah. Was that what that was about? Yeah. I think so. Did, didn't um, with, um, Ringo Starr do something about Yellow Submarine? Oh, Yellow Submarine. The Ringo songs were bad. They're bad. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Hey, guys, I'm writing to let you know I listen way too much. Barry has rubbed off on me. I'm smoking my cigar and thought of a flavor of a melted Hershey's Kiss mm. once you swallow it and have the chocolate film in your mouth mixed with paprika. Damn it, Barrents, your weird flavor mixtures. You got me going now. Nathan from Washington. I think he confused me with you. I, I was thinking the same thing, but yeah. I, didn't wanna, I wasn't going to blow up your spot. But uh, I think he may have had, he may have our voices confused. Mm. Yeah, sounds, maybe he just wanted to delicious. say parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love a Hershey's Kiss with paprika, especially a good melted, smoked one? A melted Hershey Kiss. Yeah, I mean, which, which you know, when you go deeper, like uh, Ed Sullivan had done earlier today, and run over, oh. right. And then throw it all think, out. I didn't. I, the I was looking at the look on the Perdomo's faces. I didn't think they liked where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was a time. There was no comment though because they were gentlemen enough to leave, just leave right. that alone. They, yeah. they, they said everything with their face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah where the hell was, is this that ass was, going? That, that was directed a lot more at you than them. Yeah. Right? There was a time. Remember the Perdomo uh, travel humidor. Nick was giving him away, you buy a box, you get the travel humidor yes. and five singles or whatever. So he said that he tells this elaborate story about how one of his employees didn't believe how strong it was and ran it over with their car. So I threw it on the ground and jumped up in the air and just tried to smash it right in front of him. And he had the same look on his face. <laughs> so you know the look. I know the look. I know the look. And it, it, nothing has to be said. The look no. is enough. That's <laughs> when you got some power, when you just need the look. You know what? It, I probably should have said you back over the Maybe, wafers. Yeah. yeah. He knew I was on the right track. You think they're then smoking, you the you think they're smoking it now and yeah. saying, wow, the damn Nilla wafers. With but the you, bag. you lick the bag. That's the key. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not the Nilla wafers. No. It was the licking of the bag that I thought really so. I think it makes Skip Martin crazy when you say these things. He's another one. He does one not that, like that. No, he does not like it. It's, but it's just man back all right? It is. That's it. All right, let's do a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. 
All right. Ed Sullivan is our champion. He wiped us out last week. Nobody got any points at all. Now, I think I'm feeling pretty lucky, but I don't often do well on the first question. So you should do, you have one question and three tiebreakers. I have three questions and one tiebreaker. All right. So I'm going to end up winning this one. It is going to Ed Sullivan because he's our champion. Born today, best known for playing mobsters, especially Michael Corleone in the Godfather films, which Mr. Jonathan did not watch at all. Nor will I ever. And Tony Montana in Scarface. Did you see that? Yep. Al Pacino was born today. What year? 1948. 48, he says. 49. 49. 1940. 40. Somebody has two points. Barry Stein, 1940. Told you I don't do well in the first one, but it's time for me to rally now. Take this up. So now on to Mr. Jonathan, the second question, the one he thinks was going to be his question. This is where I tie it up. Joe Buck. Do you even know who that is? Nope. American sports broadcaster. He was born in St. Petersburg, Florida. I even know who he is. He was born today. What year? I'm a member of a Facebook group called Joe Buck Sucks. <laughs> ah! Thanks for that late-breaking news flash, Ed Sullivan. He was born in 1932. 1932. For two points. 68. 68. And I had 1963. Over. 63. Over. No, it is not over. Barry Stein says 68 and gets the point. Damn it. It's 69. 32. You have no idea. <laughs> no idea no what idea. that is. <laughs> Barry has three points. Ooh. Ed Sullivan has zero. Mr. Jonathan has Why don't zero. You really, just add insult to injury and ask some right. Yankees questions so Barry, for Barry. Barry won. Already. Barry has won. But just to rub it in, this goes over to Barry. Renee Zellweger. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. that's close. American enough. actress Bridget Jones, born in Katy, Texas. Today, what year? 1972. 72. I had 77. 77. 75 for two points. 75. Everybody is over. She was born on the same day that Joe Buck was born, 1969. Really? Oh. Huh? She's pretty wow. good for her age. She looks good. Girls haven't worked on, and they end up looking better than the guy ages and doesn't have work done, and that's it. Good from far, but far from so good. So Barry, Barry wipes everybody out at three to nothing, and just for the hell of so it. So Barry, you are now the 10-year... And uh, eight-week champion forever. He's a champion right now. But, while, uh, while we're making up championship titles. This, this was one of your comebacks because I know you're a Golden Girl lover. Right. <laughs> Huge Betty White fan. I would still – she'd be. she's on my list. Uh, died today. B. Arthur, American comedian, singer, and actress. All in the family, the Golden Girl. She died today. What year did she die? She died in 2014. 2009. I had 2015. He says he had like he wrote it down. He doesn't write shit down. He cheats. Well, no. I he don't. got two points is what he got. Another two points. Five to nothing. I'm not to convinced nothing. he's not Googling oh, wow. things over there. Five to nothing to nothing. Mm -hmm. So 2009, she died. The great B. Arthur. Sad. Nobody calls their kids Maud. B, B anymore. Maud. Maud. Then there's Maud. Then there's Maud. Big uh, Jim's favorite show. Really? He watches it all the time. No way. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> he friggin' watches Maud. That's disturbing. <laughs> Lady Godiva. That's how this shows the show. That's when they used to have good songs at the beginning of. Mm -hmm. We need a, a, a theme. 
I got one of those things on on Facebook that popped up that says, "Do you want a jingle?" Mm. And I do jingles and blah 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 blah. And I went on there and they want all my information. They don't want to tell me how much it is, so I backed yeah. off. You got to give me a hint. Is this you thousands of dollars or, shit. or? Yeah, yeah. I don't click on any of that. Fleur de Lorraine. What do you think? It's uh, it's not in my weekly rotation but it's in my monthly rotation i there's just a certain flavor component to it that i do end up craving and i i gotta go to it and it's my brother's favorite this is his favorite size yeah it's in his humidor all the time so i smoke it at his house more often than because he has it right i go it's a go-to for me it always has been i I like the memories that this cigar brings back so it's a it's a regular for me are you a maduro guy on this no no No? just because the flavor reminds me of my dad maduro is a little heavy for me but the natural is where i go ed sullivan yeah i prefer the natural and this isn't one i often think about smoking but i enjoy it every time i have yeah you're saying this is what your dad tastes like (laughs) i wouldn't know i don't know what men taste like unlike you just checking okay Oh, God, we have to go uncomfortable there. All right, next week, how has the coronavirus impacted the cigar industry? Who are the winners? Who are the losers? Who will survive and who won't? The good, bad, and the ugly that's happening here, we'll talk about that. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, we all learned how awesome Nicholas Perdomo third is. But other than that, you've learned nothing. But keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.